Monday Club Clips brought to you by rhinotradeinsurance.com. Yeah, so what is your opinion on, I've brought this up a few times, on um, MVQ that you get pre-filled out? Well, it's not what it's supposed to be. An MVQ is supposed to be a uh, collection of performance evidence. The idea of the MVQ is the assessor using a method of assessment um, skills such as observation, instruction, professional discussion. There are many, many different ways, witness testimony. An assessor can actually get assessment and evidence to then help you fill a portfolio. But it's, it's supposed to represent you having performed that skill in the workplace. So being pre-filled, it's, it's, it's pointless. So for me, mm. my biggest bugbear with it, um, other than the obvious, is that a lot of the um, awarding bodies, is that the right term? Like um, IET, for instance, or, um, you know, JRB, or ECS, whatever you want to call them. Um, even SparkSafe use the MVQ level three mm. as their benchmark. What else is it? Yeah, that's exactly right. But... We've had a discussion before, Sam, though. Where they come from, can't you? Hmm? Sorry? You can check the source. Like, so we know there's certain companies that offer this. and Yeah, they don't, they don't go that far, though, will they? That's the problem. Um, they won't go that far to check who's provided the portfolio. And they would then have to go through the whole rigmarole of actually then verifying the way the portfolio was, portfolio was actually filled in. Um, mm. it's, people want to do the best job, but they want to do it the quickest way. Yeah. And the most simplistic way. And when you have all that, you end up getting crap at the end of it. But so, yeah, there's, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. So the, the only way, Sam, the only real way to combat what you're alluding to is literally for, for businesses to sign up to a scheme where a, an assessor could come out unannounced at any time to any job and look at the standards of your work. That's the only way it could ever be flawless. And that just, it's just not, a, it's not possible. Um, it's just not possible under yeah. health, safety, and all these sort of things. It's just not possible. Well, it, it's a bugbear of mine. <laughs> everything, you know, everything is subject to quality assurance, and training is subject to quality insurance. We have internal quality and external. Now, an awarding body in training, you know, City and Guild, CAL, they are going to periodically come out and do a quality assurance visit, very much like a CPS would do it for an electrician. They're going to tell you the date, the time, and what they'd like to sample. And so the training venue can then get that prepared, mm. you know? So, and this is the problem. It's, mm. Yes. And so they know that there is this other process of um, getting portfolios done, but they won't actually fix it. Well, and I, so I would point my finger straight at the awarding bodies. And then I'd probably point it further at Ofqual. I've had this conversation with my mum because she's actually an MVQ assessor in the nursing industry. Electrician going through it. No, she's not. But it, it's like <laughs> it's a, a different. Yeah, she's a, she's a shit out electrician actually. Yeah. No, it's a different inter industry. But I was asking her if these kind of loopholes exist because we're saying we can't we can't do anything about it. We can't stop it. We can't change it. People will find a loophole if there's one to be found. And from what she tells me, it doesn't go on in the nursing industry because obviously this is the health implication of people getting terrible healthcare. Um, so it can be regulated in a way, is what we're saying is we don't you have that somewhere funding. It goes on. 
Possibly, nursing, but we don't have the, the funding system in place to have the no. same and system that they do. We, that's just a practicality of our trade. Yeah. I mean, the nursing industry, like with any kind of NHS kind of industry, they're, they're, they're kind of, they're very on top of CPD. Uh, you know, they'll have to regularly submit and contribute CPD. So all of that is quality controlled and, you know, audited. Um, we lose complete control of that when we issue a guy a card and we let them off and we don't retain quality monitoring of the way they perform to that degree. Mm. Um, and it's the same with training companies and MVQs. But it's also you know? fair to say that we, we, we sometimes put too much focus onto the training companies, onto these people. The, the employers have got a large amount of response to bear here by ensuring that the people that they're training, the future of their company and the future of the industry are properly trained. Um, if they're signing mm -hmm. up to the sort of companies that are offering, offering um, pre-written uh, portfolios, I mean, what horrendous business model. I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? Because that's the people again, that are be running their money in the future. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of employers don't think the college really helps them at work. They think that the college is just a hindrance because they don't use what they learn at college yeah. Yeah, at work, right, do they? Yeah. So they kind of, they detach from how important college is to work. And so they just keep, you know, take your day off, go to college. Then after a year or two, year or three, then, you know, yeah, get through that, done. And they, they, they don't integrate with work enough. And we see employers, large employers, we see, uh, you know, we see, um, Rolls-Royce, we see Airbus and all these companies getting involved in creating apprenticeships and training, but then they become very bespoke to their industries. We don't see bigger industries or bigger employers actually designing our apprenticeships. We see them consult to some degree, but they don't really control it and they don't watch it. There's a lot employers of should, should take Sorry. full, full part of that. There's a lot of apprentices who've been in touch um, through Apprentice One to One saying that they don't often see any sort of mentorship on site, so they're just left with other apprentices. Mm. They're not getting that um, that supervision from their employers, and they're like crying out for more one-to-one -one training like I had when I started out in the industry with a sole trader, working solely with them on a day-to-day. -day. Monday Club Clips brought to you by rhinotradeinsurance.com.